Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's go ahead and get started with our guest today. Our first question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, thank you for having me, by the way. My name is Megan Arthur, and I am a product owner. I'm a founder. I'm a mother. I'm a creative and so many things that fall into Okay, so I work for um, a company called Magic Links. We support influencers and creatives to be able to do their craft. I'm also the founder for a platform called Mother Lover, where we help BIPOC women get loans to start businesses. And I'm a mother of a nine-year-old boy called Otis. Very good. You are obviously a very busy person then. You got a lot going on. I do. <laughs> Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Ooh, there's so many answers to this. Um, working with a team, you get so many different perspectives. So it's really important to bring people into your team from diverse backgrounds and different age groups, different um, you know experiences in life. And so getting that diversity and the diversity of opinion, um, we spend so much time being decisive and trying to understand the complexity of the world. And so it's always nice to have another perspective and you know the camaraderie the adaptability um, of a group and just seeing, you know, the cool things you can create together. Great comments. And I really like what you said about the diversity of opinion and the different perspectives. Really, really important to a successful company. So great comments. Mm -hmm. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. So yeah, I mean, I've seen teams that are super engaged. I've seen teams that are less engaged, you know, call it kind of checked out. Um, I think that there's a, there's a few things that are important here. So it's important for teams to really believe in what they're doing. So it's like if you're, you know, doing some sort of like backend database that supports something that you can't really see the end goal, it's kind of boring, right? It's easy to kind of, you know, get stressed or just really, um, you know, lose, lose that engagement. And I apologize, there's some construction. So just let me know if, if we I need cannot to. hear it, so you're doing Okay, awesome. Okay, I always wonder if, um, yeah, my neighbors are renovating the house. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's really easy to not be able to see the forest for the trees, so to speak. So as a leader, your job is really to paint the vision, is to connect this higher level thinking um, of what we end up doing. So I think it's important to frame that for the team. And I come from a, a background of user experience. So one way I like to do that is building personas and really showing them, these are the people that we're doing this for. This is the reason why we're doing it. And so it helps them kind of get through those more like boring and mundane days really. And also um, we use Agile. So I'm all about Agile. I got to meet JJ Sutherland um, and Jeff Sutherland last year when I did um, a training with them, which was so cool. And one thing that we talk about in Agile is, um, you know, it's all about adaptability, but really mixing up teams, letting people have a choice, um, having the locus of control be within the individual. So instead of saying, you have to do this, you say, this is who we're doing it for. This is what we need to do. How are we going to do it? And have people really decide for themselves what they want to do with their days. And it helps them you know, choose their own path, which is really necessary. And it's not always something that's available to us when we're doing um, the work that's visioned by other people. So that's really helpful. Great comments. And I really like uh, when you talked about, you know, the agile uh, method, methodology and the uh, allowing people to have the adaptability and the autonomy 
really important. And I, I love those comments. Great. Thank, thank you so much for sharing them. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? So we talked about, you know, creative that, creating that vision um, and sharing that with the team. I think also being a servant leader. So it's easy when you're, you know, a leader to say, okay, this is what we need to do and, you know, go do it teams. And really it's, again, it's an agile methodology, but I've also seen it work, you know, in other environments where you're really serving your team instead of saying, you know, the, the top down, this is what we need to do. It's more like, hi, I'm here to support you. How can I serve you? How can I take blockers out of the way? How can we make this like more of a, you know, a team personal experience? And so, you know, a lot of leaders think like they're too busy for that, or they're like, want to be more strategic. And so they can't go down in the weeds, but that's the most important thing to do because in the same way, you want to completely understand your customer's experience and the user experience, you want to understand your team's experience, or you're not going to have that connection with your team and you're not going to keep them motivated and connected to each other. If you're not being the example of doing that as well. Great comments. I am a big supporter and big advocate for servant leadership. So I appreciate you bringing that up. So I always like it when I agree with the guest. That makes it so much easier. So. <laughs> Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? This is a tricky one because there's so many. I'm thinking back to, you know, all of those amazing experiences I had as a kid and as a teenager, but I, you know, have to keep the list short. So I'm going to keep it more recent. Um, I would say Brian Nickerson, who is the CEO of Magic Links. Um, he has a really calm and gentle way of leading, but it's still, you know, very direct. And there's a, a strong vision there that is always connected to. And there's an amazing growth opportunities that have everyone realized within this company. Um, I would say Shalini Sardana. Um, she's the CEO of Impact by Women. Um, she has done amazing things in Silicon Valley. She's been a CFO. She's been a CEO. And again, very humble and gentle leadership style that's also very like encompassing, but you trust her because she's direct She's very intelligent and I mean, she's just doing amazing things. She's helping female founders get funded um, and helping women across the country and across the world really, which is amazing. Um, and then Corey Warfield, who is the chief visionary officer at Shedwell. He was a mentor of mine at Founder Institute. And just, I mean, again, warm, funny, um, kind. And I think that really, it really, really matters how you treat each individual person, both in your life and in your role in leadership, where every interaction is very important. And, you know, it should be given the credence um, that it's really worth, where every person within your organization is equally important. And I think all three of these leaders really do that. Thank you so much for recognizing them. They've obviously had a great influence on you, a very positive influence, and they just sound like fantastic people. So thank you for recognizing <laughs> Last question. Tell us about your first job. Okay, I'm split because I had two first jobs. Um, following in my mother's footsteps where she went out one day to get a job and applied and got three. Um, I did some, something similar. Um, so I was a waitress at a pie baking company called Peggy Jean's Pies. And so I was a server and we had like 50 different kinds of pie um, and people would come in and get, you know, little slices of pie. And that was really fun because it just made me realize 
Um, there's so much I don't know. And I think every single person should work in the service industry. I've said that for a long time. Corey says that who has been, you know, working in restaurants and then, you know, changed that into Shedwell, which is a scheduling platform. Um, but you learn so much when you are, I mean, you learn a lot about money, you learn about finances, you learn about people, but you really learn again about that serving. Um, and unless you do that, I think you you don't really understand what it's like in other people's shoes when you're in a restaurant, when you're in a hotel, whatever it is. So definitely think every single person should be a server or in the service industry at some point. My second one was a lifeguard. And I mentioned that just because it was a really great experience. It felt like summer camp, but I got to learn how to save people's lives. And I did actually my first year save a little boy. Um, oh. And that had a huge impact on me too. I'll bet. Well, congratulate. Well, I don't know if that's quite the right word, but well done. Congratulations. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. It was pretty crazy. But. You obviously put in the work and were prepared and you were able to save a boy's life. Good for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> Megan, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? I'm on LinkedIn um, under Megan Arthur and also the founder of Mother Lover. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not like a, you know, big uh, social media person. So I think LinkedIn is the way to do it. Or um, www.fortheloveofmother.org is our website um, if you're interested in the platform. Fantastic. Thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast. For more ideas, you can find us by going to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us today and have a great day. Thanks, guys.